Kilo Vault. Oh! Ah! I'm afraid to trust the razor that close to my face! Opens now. And welcome inside the Kilo Vault for another really cool find, another rando cassette. Uh, digging through an old desk of mine, cleaning it out, and came across a, a stack of old cassette tapes. Most were not labeled. Actually, none of them except for one were labeled. So we don't know what's on those. We'll dig through those probably in future episodes. But the one that was labeled and written distinctively in the uh, penmanship of Mr. Rich Hawk, it reads, Stevie Ray Vaughn on Kilo 812.83. And uh, I haven't listened to it. We're going to do this together. But the folks who dumped in it said it's a, it, it's a great interview. Audio is real solid. And I don't know how this would wind up in my in my home stash, other than maybe some I grabbed after Rich Hawk passed away. Uh, we got you know a box of his stuff. Maybe that was in there. Um, but I totally forgot about it. And, and again, I haven't put ears on this thing. Not that I can remember. Uh, maybe I'll listen to it. I'll be oh, I remember that. Uh, it's it's recorded on a cassette that was like reused. If you don't know how cassettes work, by and by the way, they're coming back. The new Metallica is going to be out on cassette. But on the very top of the cassette tape, there were these tabs. And if they're broken off, you can't record over the stuff. It's like a safety measure. But radio, young radio people who needed cassette tapes would find tapes that were, quote, unquote, uh, unrecordable. You just put a piece of tape over the top. And suddenly they could be yours. So uh, Rich recorded this on what was a demo for, I, I looked it up online. It was, a, it was a radio show, a national radio show at the time called the Rock Chronicles, and as a host, and I bring in guests and talk about whatever music, kind of like a hard drive, which we do with Lou Brutus uh, currently here on Kilo and have for years. So he recorded over the old Rock Chronicles demo for some time with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, like I said, that's been, that's been done a lot. And I was looking, too, online. You can find, uh, like, vinyl copies of the Rock Chronicles if you would like, if that's your thing. I got an old Casey Kasem Top 40 uh, vinyl. When I was a kid, one of our babysitters worked at a radio station that ran Casey Kasem's Top 40 Countdown. And I remember we got to, she gave me a whole whole one. It's like four discs, I think, four records featuring. And I I do remember when the Scorpions Rocky Like the Hurricane was maybe a top top five record. Coming in at number five, the Scorpions. Still remember it to this day. So if you want to track down uh, the Rock Chronicles, you can still do that. If you want to record over the Rock Chronicles demo, you just put a piece of tape over there and have at it. Okay, uh, as far as the timeline goes, Steve Ray in studio. It's uh, 8-12-83. So you go back to the history of Steve Ray Vaughn, which was unfortunately very short, uh, only about seven years. This is literally two months after the debut album from Steve Ray Vaughn uh, would hit the Texas Flood album. And, of course, Instant Blues Legend. Uh, and he would spit out, what, five other albums before his untimely passing in probably what is the second second favorite way for rockers to die as a plane crash or a helicopter crash in his case. It's like number one is like drug overdose. Number two is some kind of a plane or helicopter accident. So as always, you know, Kilo was ahead of the curve. This, and just like, you know, previous uh, people we've had it, I'm trying to think of exactly who, uh, Huey Lewis, uh, notably, you know, and and on and on. We've talked to these Famous rockers in in just the early stages of their lives, that, and they had no idea that soon they were going to be the biggest thing in the world, which I just find so cool. It's like, man, you have no idea 
What's Coming. So this is, again, just two months after the debut album from Stevie Ray Vaughan and Quality Time with uh, another legend, Mr. Rich Hawk, inside the Kilo Vault. Let's check this out. My pleasure to be here. We've been looking forward to your visit for quite some time now. It's your first time in the Springs, is it? Sure is. Okay, first based time in Colorado. Of, first time in Colorado. That's right. You're so close. Austin is not that far away. I know. You must come back. I will. Okay. Good enough. Uh, a good concert. We're looking forward to it tonight. We've heard great things about your live shows. Well, we have fun doing them. And, uh, boy, the, the new album, uh, Texas Flood, is. We, we cannot keep the phone from ringing for that thing. We love okay. it. Man. Tell us a little bit about what's happening with Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble. Well, first of all, let's say hi with, with the drummer and the bass player right here. Hey. Hi there. <laughs> well, that, by the way, the first hey was Chris Layton, the drummer. What they call <laughs> Whipper. Yes, yeah, right. And the second one was Tommy Slut Shannon. And my name is Stevie Ray. <laughs> well, you've got a big line of rock and roll behind you. I guess um, from from uh, the information I have, you were discovered by John Hammond, who uh, discovered Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, and many others. Tell us how that came about. Well, he had a tape of us for a couple of years that uh, he was really liking. It was a tape that was a live broadcast off of a radio station in in Austin, Texas, and uh, we'd been tr- we'd been trying to get together for quite some time, for about a couple of years anyway. Finally, it worked out with the finances and the label and everything. And we're having a blast working together. How long ago was that? Oh, when, when, which, which, what, what do you mean? When John Hammond first heard you. When he first heard us. Well, that's what I'm saying. For a couple of years, he's been listening to this tape. First time he heard us live was not but a, what, month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long has Double Trouble been together? Well, with Tommy, it's been together for three years about. And with Chris, and Chris and I have been together for about five. Mm-hmm. You've been jamming down in Austin around there for a long time, as I know. I, yeah. I keep getting calls. I used to live in Austin, and I used to go watch Stevie Ray Vaughan play the bars all the time. Yeah, I've been playing for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'd say for money, I guess I'd be playing for 15, 16 years. Tell us a little bit, uh, after you, uh, after John Hammond got a hold of the tape and started listening, is that how you got the, the recording contract and get things cooking? Yeah, there was a lot of things in between. Of course, David Bowie helped a lot with it. With album Let's Dance. Um, Jackson Brown helped us more than anybody, probably, by giving us a studio for free and through in the tape to do this record. Did your work with uh, David Bowie on the Let's Dance album actually lead to the album from Double Trouble, or was this in the works before uh, your recording sessions with Bowie? Uh, we, we had already done this record when, mm-hmm. I did, when I did the thing with David Bowie. It, just, it helped with the, uh, you know, it helped with getting the name out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, let's let's give a listen. We'll be back and we'll talk some more with Stevie Ray Vaughan. This is one called "Love Struck Baby," which right. I understand you uh, produced quite a video to. Yeah, well, we had some fun doing it. Okay, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Stevie Ray Vaughan on Kilo ninety four. This is Kilo ninety four. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble from Texas Flood. Uh, tell us a little bit about the video you got going on that tune, Stevie. Well, actually, it's a it's pretty much like going to a gig. If uh, if we just played one song, <laughs> no, it's, um, it's actually pretty. Much, it's less conceptual than it is just a live gig. There are you know some kind of concept into it. Uh, the MTV is doing it. A, they're showing it as an edited version. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other stations that it's showing on, it shows the whole thing. Yeah, we had it on our Kilo Radio Vision program, which yeah. we do locally here a couple of weeks ago, and got a great response to it. Where'd you film that at? We did it in a place called the Cherry Bar in uh, New York City. 
we changed the course to change the name to the Rome Inn, which is one of the clubs that we used to play at in Austin all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stevie Ray Vaughn live here in the Kilo Studios. We'll be back with more conversation and rock and roll in just a minute. You want Brisbane Brisbane for entertainment? 107 North Shelton, just south of Platte. Well, by the way, Stevie, you'll be glad to hear this. All of the tickets at Independence and uh, Big Apple have been sold out, but uh, the word is there will be a few tickets left at the door tonight for Stevie right. Ray Vaughn in concert. All right. That sounds good. Let's yeah. talk. Let's talk to your bass player for just a minute. I understand you've been around for oh, some yeah. time. This is yeah. um, Tommy Shannon. Right. What's the What's the story on you? Well, I've <laughs> you ever been asked? What's the I, story? You on want you? the whole story? <laughs> sounds like a question. I play on Johnny Winter's first three albums and Edgar Winter's first album, and I just did some recording with Albert Collins not long ago. Mm. Uh, what was it like to play with the Winter Brothers? They're a couple of crazy people. Uh, it's a lot like playing with Stevie. He's pretty crazy, too. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. And the whip is here. What hey. would you do without a drummer? What's your gig? Hey, I, came from the, I came from the coast in Texas and uh, done some jazz things down there, moved to Austin. and I guess my biggest claim to fame before Stevie was uh, playing with a band called Greasy Wheels. Which was making me miserable <laughs> after a while, and uh, then Stevie, we, we met in my dining room one day, and I knew he needed a drummer, so I said, "Hey, I want to play with you. I'm tired of what I'm doing. I want to do something serious." And, Sounds like a good stroke. Of let's go. <laughs> All right, Stevie, let's talk about your roots just a little bit. Let's okay, talk which about, one? <laughs> let's talk about the blues. Okay. Uh, what were your early musical influences that uh, led oh, you where you are today? My big brother, Jimmy Vaughn, with the Fabulous Thunderbirds, the first one, biggest one. Is that That's who the album is dedicated to, right? Well, that's my, my big Jim and Martha's my parents. Okay. Um, Jimmy was bringing home great records. He was bringing home Buddy Guy records, B.B. King records, Albert Collins, Albert King, Jimi Hendrix, uh, some stuff from the English blues boom. Um, and he was leaving his records out and his guitars out, telling me not to touch them. That's what it started out as. <laughs> of course, that didn't happen. Of course, it was a cue, you know. Uh -huh. I Tell you not to do it, and it sure as heck it's going to get done. Yeah. So that's where it all started, huh? That's right. How many about years 1963. Ago was that? 1963. I think this pretty well hits the essence of the blues. One of our favorite little tracks here. All right. This is called Texas Flood. You want to set this one up for us? Well, let's flood it on out. Let's flood it on out. Stevie Ray. And Double Trouble on Kilo 94. That's Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble at Kilo 94, Texas Flood. I like that. Thank you. Still listen to that blues all day long. Well, we were just talking about you and your brother and uh, the possibilities of you playing together uh, God, with that fabulous Thunderbirds. No plans at this point, but not a lot particularly of... right now, but we'd love to. Both bands would love to do it. Well, we're definitely looking forward to tonight's show at Rosé's. All the tickets at the record stores are sold out, but there will be a few tickets available at uh, the door tonight for Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble in concert. Now, I imagine they will go fast. Hopefully. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. You're invited back anytime. Since this is the first time you've ever been to Colorado, you definitely have to come back and see us again. Great. I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. We'd all love to. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you very much. We'll see you tonight okay. at the show at Rosé's. Tomorrow night, you're up at the Rainbow Music Hall in Denver. in Denver. Yeah. So get out and see Stevie Ray and Double Trouble in concert. Again, thanks a lot. Thank Hope you. Hope to see you again. Here's Pride and Joy on Kilo.
This is Kilo 94, Colorado's home of rock and roll. Still a lot of rock and roll on the way to Colorado this summer, including Donnie Iris right here in the Springs coming up soon. The Talking Heads, The Dead, Elvis Costello, and many more. We have details for you right now on the Kilo concert line. Just call 630-3333. Well, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some could be heavy later on this evening. With a low tonight about 60 degrees, much the same weather tomorrow with a high about 88. In the Springs right now, 85. In Pueblo, it's 96. Burger King, thank you. This is Colorado's home of rock and roll with Elton John from his latest Too Low for Zero and Kiss the Bride. Tom Petty before that with Change of Heart. ZZ Top with Give Me All Your Love and Aerosmith that time around. We also heard from the new Asia album, The Heat Goes On from Alpha. And Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young out front. It's 520 at Kilo FM. This talk in the afternoon and in the spring's 85 degrees. Slight chance of early evening thunderstorms tonight becoming clear later on tonight with a low about 60. And then Pretty much the same weather we've been experiencing the last few days. Clear to partly cloudy in the morning, clouding up in the afternoon. A chance of afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms right on through Wednesday. With daytime highs right around 88 degrees. And make something with it. From the album Exile on Main Street, the Rolling Stones on Kilo 94. This is Kilo 94 with Robert Plant from his new album, The Principle of Moment. Moments. Let's get it right. Horizontal departure on Kilo 94. His upcoming Colorado concert set for September 24th at Big Mac. And tickets for that one. The Robert Plant Show will go on sale tomorrow. A flock of seagulls that time around. And also Soul Survivor, the Rolling Stones. It's about 23 before 6 at Kilo FM. McNugget. A little bonus there. Got the interview and then some of uh, Rich Hawk's uh, morning show. That's cool. I love the hiss of the tape. Makes me feel it calms the beast. Almost like the sound of vinyl, that scratch, just something warming about it. And the reason that you hear that whoop, whoop, the wobble is because you used to record your show on a cassette tape, and it was in a, in a cassette recorder that had the power cut off to it. The only time the power would go to it is when you turn on your microphone. So that's why you had that whoop, and then back down again, because it was just getting power or getting turned off uh, if the mic was on or off. I know, a little rudimentary, but it worked. It worked. I was surprised how soft-spoken Stevie Ray Vaughan was. It's like a very quiet guy. You see him you know, on stage live just belting out those blues, um, yeah, but very soft-spoken. And I didn't know his brother was in the Fabulous Thunderbirds. Stuff you learn in every edition of The Vault, huh? Uh, and then Hawk's question was great. Uh, what's the story on you? Is it like good? This is like good questions to break out on the date. Uh, so what's the story on you? And then ask the driver, well, what's your gig? What's your gig? So smooth. Hawk was the man. And then getting calls about people seeing Steve Ray Vaughn in Texas bars. How cool. Right? There's nothing like seeing an up-and-coming artist at a small place and then seeing them be- become monster stars later. It's like, man, nah, it's there at the beginning. Remember when I was a kid, I did uh, construction during the summer. And one of the guys I worked with, an older guy, grew up in Texas. And he talked about how he used to see ZZ Top. In, in local bars there in Texas. It's like, no way. How cool is that? What else was mentioned in here? Oh, uh, uh, Rich had mentioned Kilo Vision. For those who don't know, that's the music to start off our vault, that little cheesy um, stager at the very beginning of every episode was the actual music for Kilo Vision, which was really basically MTV before there was MTV. Oh, they teamed up with the local TV station, and they would play these videos at the same time, on, on the station, they'd be playing the song, 
So you'd have both TV and radio working at once. Wildly successful. Uh, MTV would come around just a few years after that. But that's one of Kilo's claim to fame. It's like they were MTV in before MTV. And then the, the venue, I've never heard of Rosé's before. If anyone uh, can shed some light on that place. Now, DJ's Nightclub was obviously infamous. has been mentioned in, in numerous vault episodes before, but I've never heard of Rosé's. Rosé's sounds fancy, though. Uh, Kilo Vault at Kilo943.com if you want to email, if you can answer us that one. But a cool find, man. I love just stumbling across some of these things. And we'll dig through the rest of the cassettes. That was one of, like, about six cassettes, but, again, only one that was labeled. So what's on the rest? We'll find out in a future edition. So uh, good to have Hawk and, and Stevie Ray. And no lie, it's stopped now. But when I was listening to the interview, we have these lights here inside the vault. And they were kind of just kind of flickering during that whole thing. And I swear to God, they've stopped now. Huh? Was Stevie Ray and Rich in the vault with us? I'd like to think so. I would like to think so. That's for sure. All right. That's it. If you like what we do. Give us a good rating. Be sure to subscribe. Tell a friend. New episodes every Monday. Thanks for checking out the Kilo Vault.